0: The views
1: of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready?
2: And welcome to Milberger's Garden, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Our number is 308-8867. That's right, 308-8867, toll-free. Outside of San Antonio, 866-308-8867. On a, a chilly uh, Saturday afternoon, we're live here at Milberger. So come on by and visit with us, and you can uh, find out uh, more about what's going on. For instance, Trace is up here. Trace, what's going on next weekend?
3: Next weekend's a blood drive. That's right. So uh, we know you have it in you. That. And, uh, Ooh. and we will give you a $10 gift certificate for just showing up and uh, seeing if they can draw your blood, and hopefully they can and
4: save they some lives. And they're phoning around telling folks that given given in the past that they're really facing a shortage now, so it would be pretty important.
5: Are you uh, taking over Milton shortage? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
4: I guess – course, Milton, every every three months says there's a shortage. So, well, it, you know,
2: it's after the holidays, and
4: well, it's and also it's it's blood. It's not you know it doesn't store forever. It's better it's better now than the old days, but yeah. uh, still. And, and the thing we do, we don't always emphasize, Milton, is and we every once in a while we're reminded a <clears throat> family you get in a situation where somebody in your family needs blood transfusions a lot of them and uh you got to mobilize a bunch of folks it's it's certainly easier if you've been a regular involved and they and they've got they've got some supply there they've they've got a responsibility to to you and your family because you've been providing it Uh, so so it's just a, a good idea if you if you can if it's uh, you know, if you've got the time and just take the take the time here at Millburger's it's easy to do,
3: Yeah, and so uh, we're trading so you leave some blood and we'll give you a ten dollar gift certificate that you can use for plants or mulch or chemicals so uh, it's a win-win for everybody.
2: Yep, and uh, all right, so that's coming up. Uh, Next week, week after that, is the 18th. Anything going on then?
3: That one is the rodeo event. So we're going to have hot dogs and chips and drinks. Um, The proceeds will go to the uh, uh, food bank. Then we are having the rodeo tomato event that day. So Mm -hmm. all the proceeds from that go to benefit the youth gardening something or other with them.
5: Uh, Did you w- find out what the rodeo tomato is yet?
3: Y- yes. Oh, I told, I told you I already booked them.
5: Oh, okay. I even know like, the I, guess I even you would know, have the, to know the name. I, I know, don't know.
3: I know the name. Of course, when I told you I booked them, I was really fibbing. I didn't know the name then, but I found uh. out the name right after.
4: <laughs> but I wrote, I wrote a uh, column for next Saturday, and uh, I didn't realize that this uh, special event is Milberger's exclusive. And so when I got you know I was going to list the I was going to say contact your local nursery well I couldn't just list one nursery well, so I said the, we're local call to all around of our and find the nursery that's doing it that.
3: <laughs> we we are local to all of our listeners so uh, yeah. we, we will provide that if you can't make it to the rodeo uh, we'll get you that tomato and uh, and again that day all the proceeds go yeah. to the youth gardening
4: and there's uh, It'll be my column, and is there's more more information on that yet to mail yet in plant Answers? No. Oh wow, that's a, It's not time. Yeah. He's
3: a, awfully secretive.
4: Well, he's.
5: Uh, I, I follow the rules.
3: I thought he made the rules. Yeah, yeah I've got, I thought I've you were got, the rule breaker. <laughs> yeah, I've kind got of, a
5: write up on topics of the under topics of the month on PlantAnswers.com on the celebration, where it has your flyer on there. Okay. But I don't have any information on what the rodeo tomato is.
3: Well, there's a couple other things going on that day too. Uh, we got the for for Milton, we got the uh, paint face, yeah, uh, face face painting, painting. and the uh, balloon art. Mhm. And so that's great for the kids. There's and, some uh, food, isn't there? There's there's hot dogs, chips, and uh-huh. and uh, water. And uh, that, again, that one's a donation to the food bank. So we charge a dollar for the ticket. We don't keep anything. And there's actually two other Two of our vendors that are helping with the uh, with the event, so they're donating uh, hot dogs and, and time. Time is wow. super important nowadays, and uh, so we'll have them out here preparing. Uh, I think that's all that day.
4: I think that no, is. No,
3: no, we have the Texas Weather Band.
4: Oh, yeah, that's right. Put so your jacket on, Milton. I am. You're making me cold. I'm sorry. Uh. So not only
3: are we we're making it a road area. Uh, we're, we're not only making it uh, an event like that, we're actually making it feel more like the rodeo because from 11 to 3, the Texas Weather Band will be out here and uh, weather permitting, and we will. And
4: then, an important, going. P- important part of getting tomatoes er- this early in the season, you get the selection you want, but uh, it's, too, it's too cold to, to plant them in the landscape. So, on plantanswers.com, there's lots of information on potting up tomatoes and in my column next Saturday we'll also talk about potting up tomatoes.
3: And I do have a celebrity in six packs already. We got them in the greenhouse, so uh-huh. if you going to get a jump on Calvin's uh, article and we can get you fixed up there too.
4: And you've got all the you got the pot, potting mix for folks that want to pot up tomatoes. If you're like me, you got all those pots floating around your landscape but uh, the best thing I I like those one gallon black containers for potting up it's just just a convenient size
3: Um, let's see we've got a lot of different potting soils I'll be interested in seeing which one people are pick but the uh, the new happy frog one Mm -hmm. is uh, is happy frog happy frog Frog, yeah Uh, that Mm one is uh, seems to be our our best organic right now and uh, people are walking out the door with it after, how the, how after they the, pay. How, how did they hear
5: say? about happy frog, I wonder?
3: Well, we put it right up front so when they come in they see it.
5: Has it got nutrients in it? It has more
3: nutrients. Little frog bodies. In it than, bodies. Any of the e. other, than any of the other potting soils. But we should have, I think we're going to have on the uh, the rodeo event, I believe a, a young lady from Fox Farm is the uh, salesperson for Fox Farm in, in this area of Texas. And she'll be able to explain all of the things that they put in it, which are far and above what everybody else does.
4: Oh, okay. Well, and there's a de- de- debate. I want to know how
5: they came up with the names. Yeah. Well, I want know. I'm into names.
3: Well, they're from California, so there's probably no rhyme or reason.
4: Oh, okay. And there's a, de- there's a debate about whether organic material in your potting mix is desirable or or whether it's... Better to have strictly if it, it composts.
5: I mean, if it's truly true compost, it's not. You run into trouble. Not it's as saw, not, it's not finished.
3: Well, this, this seems to be the best on the market.
2: Hang on a sec. We're going to get to Kathy, and then we'll find out the plant of the weekend too. So, Kathy's on the line at 308-8867. 308-8867. Hey, Kathy. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today?
6: I'm doing well. Good morning, guys.
2: Good morning. What's I just wanted to
6: call and it well I just wanted to call and wish Jerry a happy birthday. It's been quite a while since I've called in.
2: All right. What? It's your birthday? <laughs> yeah. Son of a
6: gun. 56 yes, today. Birthday.
5: Oh man. You don't look a year over forty.
4: <laughs> 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 well thank you for calling. We're we, we, welcome. And we we made a special place for his walker. Oh man. Close to the Yeah, Kathy. <laughs> Calvin's been yelling out to
2: everybody who will listen. Oh, it's Jerry's birthday. He's ninety-one today.
5: Uh, <laughs> and uh, and they got me some uh, some of my favorite stuff: uh, cookies and uh, birthday kettle corn. Kettle corn.
2: Yeah.
6: I hope Wild it's uh, sugar-free. Yeah, I have
2: some cookies. I think I will.
4: What's that? No. I said I hope it's
6: sugar-free.
4: Oh, yeah, it is. This is uh, This is Milton that got this stuff.
2: Uh,
6: <laughs> he's he's been very careful.
5: I don't even know if he's had one. <laughs> All right. Thank well, you, guys. I'm, you. I'm doing okay? really, You doing okay? Miss,
6: I'm doing great. I miss you guys uh, terribly. I was going to try to drive out there today, but I got a lot of errands to
5: run. Good. So
6: I just got, got my oil changed, so I'm off to conquer the world.
5: <laughs> there you go. Well, thank you so much for calling in and remembering. You're
6: welcome. Y'all y'all take care. I love you guys to death.
5: Okay. Thank, thank you Kat. for calling. You take <laughs> Bye-bye. care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
2: 308 And now, the moment you've been waiting for. The, the plant of
3: the, the weekend. Weekend, weekend. weekend. <laughs> Hit it, Trace. <laughs> All right. So this week, we're going That's to talk cute. a little bit about Micron Holly. So in a nutshell, it is a... Dwarf Dwarf Yopon.
4: Super Dwarf. In fact, that would fit in a nutshell right there.
3: The leaves are very, very small in relation to Dwarf Yopon. Uh, The overall plant is supposed to only get one to two feet tall and two to three wide. And uh, so all those places that you would use Dwarf Yopon, but it gets too big, this one would fit all of that uh, short, like under windows and things like that. And it looks like you don't even have to trim
4: it. I don't. Th- I don't think you'd have to. It trim
3: looks like it naturally grows in like a half ball shape.
4: Yeah. You know, even even regular dwarf fuel pond, you you really don't have to. Trim, you don't have to trim it usually. It does.
5: Well, it I did. I didn't trim mine, and forty years later, that thing is grown over the sidewalk.
4: Three. Yeah. It's gotten all More the way up pond. to four feet. Huh? <laughs> it's. It's.
5: Uh, uh, Greg Grant, when he comes to visit, he always says, "You need to cut this back." I said, "It's a dwarf, yo." Yeah. Okay. Even though it's five feet tall.
4: for <laughs> forty years. I guess. I, I guess it could be, be pruned. But I don't.
5: I don't think in 40, thirty or forty years this thing will need pruning because it it is a a true genetic dwarf. So imagine they find uh, a, a limb on a.
4: So on we're a we're looking car. at a. Uh, one gallon here, but Trace, you got some bigger ones so I've people had, can see what they'll yeah, eventually I've got get a minute, like. Yeah, three
3: gallon and then seven gallon. Yeah. And uh, the seven gallons, I've it's just probably the fattest looking plant I've seen.
5: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 uh, it's it's for people that want to plant them a lot like I thought I would do my dwarf yew Holly. holly uh, that I in my in, in my doorway there. And uh, I you you wouldn't you don't ever think about trimming them back. You can hedge them back if you want to a little bit, but uh, but this thing, I don't believe you'd have to trim it back for thirty,
4: for 30 years. Now write, write that down. Uh, thirty years from now, yeah, uh, you, you I, say Jerry said and, I didn't have to trim and this back.
5: I will personally replace <laughs> these if you have to trim them back in thirty years. Okay. <laughs>
4: and Just look
5: me up. Yeah, well, we'll get more his like like
4: uh, to have a trust fund to cover it.
3: Well, we did skip uh, one important factor. It says it's uh, deer resistant too. Oh,
4: good. Yeah, like, so, like, like most holly like, all, highly like highly highly high. the other huh? So uh, it's
3: kind of cool looking. It's uh, it's almost. What's a, it
4: say a, about shade tolerance?
3: Well, I'm pretty sure it's not very. But we'll,
4: oh, yeah, it's uh, yew ponds are
5: considered to be shade tolerant. And this one 2 sun
3: to partial shade.
5: Yeah. yeah.
4: Okay. Yeah, they we I it's think just a. I think sometimes we overstate how much shade tolerance It's Holly just a, it's
5: just a sport off of Yupon uh dwarf Yopon Holly. Uh it's the same the same way we had a sport off of uh dwarf Ralea. You know, that that was a sport off of standard size Ralea. And uh, so it's somebody, somebody some observant uh, horticulturist or grower saw this on a branch, saw this, uh, this cutting on a branch, uh, and uh, and took a cutting and rooted it, and and it's come back true as a true dwarf, genetic dwarf. So it's a neat little plant. I think it's a great addition. You say it came out of California?
3: No, no, that was the happy frog. This is uh, out of Greenleaf.
5: Oh my goodness!
3: So El Campo, so Green
5: Greenleaf does good work.
3: Almost local.
5: Yeah, yeah. They're the ones that came, came up with are propagated the orange frost and lemon frost and uh, and uh, the uh, Arctic uh, frost. So uh, they're always looking for new plant material. So to, so to how, handle, do we, how do we how do we handle
4: market? it, uh, Milton? Generally, you say, do they call in or do they just yep. come and see? I think you got Bo- plenty both. To come. I, got,
3: I, got, I got plenty for both situations. Okay. And in three different sizes.
2: So you can come on in, and we won't give the price because there's three different prices. Check it out yourself or call 497-3760. They'll help you. You can put some aside. if, like Kathy, you're running errands today, uh, and but you can come by tomorrow and you can get them or Monday. So uh, call the nursery at four nine seven three seven six zero. Cool. They're
5: they're Thanks, a trace. little more expensive because they're such slow growers, so the growers have to charge a little more for them. But when you consider no maintenance for thirty years, uh, that's <laughs> that's that's a pretty good deal. All righty. Thanks, Trace. Hey, Trace, get some cookie. Get a cookie.
2: All right. is our number. You can call us and tell us what's going on in your world at 308-8867. And toll-free, it's 866-308-8867.
4: Now, if you're uh, thinking your landscape's a little dreary right now after the freeze and uh, you uh, need to come out the Millburgers, I'm looking at the Cycleman and Begonia's. And uh, geraniums, uh, there's a good selection of stuff here that uh, will bring your, you back to having some uh, some spectacular color. You know, even if you just do it by your door, doorway, or with a back patio, uh, really uh, makes, makes a difference. And we got three months, of course, the, some of the geraniums will last for a, quite a long time, but... On the uh, Cycleman and on the uh, Primula, we got a, we got three months at least of uh, bloom period left. And then I was going to get some
5: stocks, but somebody came and got the prettiest one.
4: I know, and I ended up with... No. Uh,
5: <laughs> Kevin got them in his truck. Oh. Stock. Oh, yeah. wow.
4: I w- We've been talking about that for a I while. I wasn't going to say anything, because uh. <laughs> I was looking to see... I thought, you know, I thought they they still had some stocks here. And uh, these. Jerry's talking about the the AgriLife Extension to get a uh, training program for the teachers in the classroom garden program. And they, part of the, I think they awarded some gifts of uh, beautiful plantings of stock and fragrant. And I was, I got there a little early for my presentation and I was just out there walking among the, the no. stocks because <laughs> mine all froze, you know, and I said, gosh. Uh, I, was, I was thinking I was going to buy some, but of course then they told me that it's they were giving them to the teachers. So Oh, bummer. Uh, but they gave me, they, they saw the big tear in my eye, and then, so later they gave Oh,
5: me, so you didn't buy that from here.
4: No. That's a pretty one. Yeah, it is. It's nice, and uh, what a fragrant thing. Um, but uh, that just reminds us of a we got a lot of good choices for winter annuals here in the San Antonio area. I tell you,
5: the one that you got a lot of is geraniums. Yeah, big time geranium.
4: And, I, and that's what I was saying. The geraniums—they they take a pretty hard freeze. Yeah, they'll, they'll last. Wow. They'll brighten up your doorway or patio, and they're gonna last. Yeah, gosh, they'll last into the, the June, and then you put them in the in the shade, and uh, you, you can carry them through. Yeah, so you but don't then, have to, you know, you, you don't, don't make, have to be put up with a dreary, colorless l- landscape.
5: Even even if they die and or go back in the hard hard weather, if you get them now, that's February, March, April, probably May. So that's four months of color. And if you keep them water watered water <laughs> watered water, water with uh, water soluble fertilizer like Miracle Grow, Rapid Grow, has to grow. Uh, they'll keep blooming uh, during those full months, period. And they've got some... Uh, ...cauliflower out there in the, in the greens. And, and then they've got some big cabbage. I think that's cabbage. Uh, in larger containers... Think, and, is that
4: celery over there? I think that's celery over there. Uh, they, they had, uh, oh, uh, gosh, the, maybe it is, uh, celery, but they, they, they had the seasoning for Mexican dishes. What, what's, uh, what is cilantro? it? Cilantro? Cilantro. They had some before, but that does look kind of big for cilantro. Yeah. But, uh, and Jerry's mentioned the, the coal crops, you know, broccoli and such. And now is the t- time, uh, early February, if you get that things planted, even, even carrots, lettuce by seed, uh, English peas, uh, turnips, beets, uh, you can, uh, you, you can p- plan on getting a, a fairly good crop before it gets too hot, but you want to get them in as quick as possible. Yeah. And, uh, we got all the seed here and the, as he described, we got the transplants here too.
2: 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call. Be a part of the show 308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and maybe your calls after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I'm gonna give you some tips right now. Millburgers is a place to go for all your gardening needs. Maybe you're thinking that gardening really doesn't begin in San Antonio to the spring. Well you're wrong. Right now at Millburgers you'll find great selection of winter color, whether it's pansies or cyclamen or snapdragon or maybe there's something else that you find at Millburgers that'll bring beautiful color to your yard. And right now at Millburgers, fresh shipments of trees are arriving each day. You'll find great selections of shade trees, fruit trees, pecan trees, crepe myrtles, you name it. If it grows in this area and does well in South Texas, Millburgers carries the widest selection of different sizes of all kinds of trees. Now, here's one more tip. MilbergerNursery.com. Head on over to the website to find out everything that's going on at Millburgers, plus get some great advice on gardening in South Texas. That's
7: MilbergerNursery.com. part of Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boverdi wrote. When the weather outside is frightful, the birds are more delightful. With colder temperatures, birds are active at the feeders. If you want to enjoy the beauty and the thrill of watching nature in your own backyard, Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Shops in San Antonio can show you how. There is nothing quite like the enjoyment you get from watching finches at the feeder or purple martins teaching their young to fly. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores can help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary, whether you're a novice or an expert. One that Attracts a certain bird or that keeps squirrels away, or even one where you can sit back and watch the playful squirrels at the feeder. Wild Birds Unlimited also has unique items for the nature enthusiast. You'll find binoculars, wind chimes, tilly hats, carved canes, art for the home, and more. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores with three San Antonio and shirts locations like Braun Road in 1604, or call 375 3611. That's 375 3611.
8: Here's Spa DeSante owner, Esther Nail. Are you wondering what to get that special someone for Valentine's Day? Flowers, dye, and candy? Well, we all know where that goes. A recent national poll showed the gift women desired most for Valentine's Day were spa treatments. This year surprise those you love with the gift of health, wellness, and relaxation. A gift certificate from Spa DeSante. You can go to our website, spotisante.com, where you can personalize, purchase, and print your gift cards 24-7. We have four convenient locations to serve you, and we're open seven days a week. If you'd like more information, or if you'd like to speak to a member of our knowledgeable staff, call us at 210-375-1110. And I, as the owner of Spotisante, would like to take a moment to thank you, San Antonio, for voting us San Antonio's Best Day Spa once again. Come to Spotisante, where you can start your healing and enjoy your life.
0: Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, Cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 9 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Thinking
1: gifts for Valentine's Day? Think Alamo City Chocolate Factory for unique gifts made of chocolate. Order your chocolate roses and fresh-dipped strawberries now. Personalized gifts in chocolate, even edible chocolate boxes. Create a custom gift with hundreds of chocolate choices. Order early. Alamo City Chocolate Factory, Blanco and 1604 in the Vineyard Shopping Center. 210-490-5333. Alamo City Chocolate Factory.
3: Live the sweet life.
2: And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, our phone number is 308-8867. We're live here at Millburger, so you come on by, ask your gardening question in person, or just call us at 308-8867. What are you reading there?
5: Uh, I was <clears throat> looking at Calvin's article for this, this week. It's uh, how to deal with winter freeze, especially on citrus. And uh, he sums, sums it up in uh, uh, one, one paragraph there. It says, Citrus planting receive varying levels of damage. Uh, no, I'm sorry. The, be- the best strategy with citrus and most cold-sensitive plants is to wait and see the full extent of the damage before you cut off uh, much wood. The waiting also takes into account that we are likely to have another freeze before early March when our last frost date occurs. It's predicted to occur. It's pre- a freeze <laughs> is predicted or, a... uh? When, when March is the last yeah. predicted, uh, uh, the average frost date. I, I, I think the official weather people say, uh, Middle of February, first of March. Yeah, and then uh, the official, you know,
4: the official yeah, day. I was, was think I was thinking it was, some somebody was like the thirteenth of March or something, but
5: yeah, that's what we used to say, the March
4: fifteenth. Yeah, and then uh, the other day at a program, somebody reminded me of a freeze we had in late March, just a few few years ago. That was oh really, yeah, pretty devastating.
5: And we've had some first part of April too uh but anyway that with citrus and or whatever it's best to to let them sprout out. I had a uh I went to Tennessee this week to get some wood some uh rooting wood of uh of a uh, crape myrtle uh, that we sell that garden volunteers sell in their sales up books uh island. uh that's not on the market anywhere. So I have to, we have to root wood, uh, that I get from Tennessee. And I was kind of disappointed because they had, they had, uh, six degrees up there. And, uh, that, that, uh, that's Alamo fire crepe myrtle, uh, which was bred right here in San Antonio. Uh, and it's beautiful red, but, uh, when I went to take the wood, I, I was kind of, I didn't take as much wood as I usually take because I was skeptical that it was, it looked like when I, made, when I cut, cut into the, rather than green all around the cambium there and green in the wood, it was half green and half brown, like like certain sides of the wood there was damaged. Yeah. So I didn't take as much wood, but I, I, I may just be looking at it wrong, but uh it is fair possible that uh, that that t- kill those to the ground. That, that's a, that, that's the northern edge of Cremona. Yeah, well, six de- six degrees is pretty serious. See, yeah, six degrees. And luckily, it wasn't very long, but uh, it was it was really cold. Uh, but uh, anyway, I took some wood, and brought it back, so we can have some more. Uh, we, we'll just see if they root, but. Uh, uh, I may, I'll have to go back this summer, this summer, or er, uh, early summer, and see what sprouts out. I could be per- completely wrong that that, that uh, there was no damage done, or it could be that that, that uh, cray myrtle will, uh, will have to be cut to the ground. It didn't kill the plant, I hope, but, uh, it, it, it and uh, we're talking about cray myrtles that are 12, 15 feet tall. Wow. So they're, they're tall. Old, old cray myrtle. Well,
4: well, we're... Not old. But there's, there's probably less uh, questions about Point Siena and Esperanza. Oh, yeah. Duranta. Things. Even the Duranta, mine that has escaped, has escaped uh, like three winters in a row, look yeah. to me like it's... To the ground. Uh, to the ground. I mean, and this is a some 12 footers. Yeah. yeah. And uh, which is not. It's not all bad. You know, it's it's kind of uh, those those plants. I think fit in our landscapes better if they uh, are cut back to the, the ground. If not every year, every couple of years, anyway. Yeah. That's... But yeah. So if you if you're anxious, you could cut those back. Um, but and then the other thing. Uh, Jerry didn't mention in there, I think in the article, I say, well, you know, for the sake of the low-flying birds, uh, leave them as long as you can.
5: Uh, they, uh, there you go. That, that justifies <laughs>
4: leaving them until they sprout back. Like maybe that'll I've get heard people to leave them. I've heard some f- folks that I'd never imagined were sensitive to birds Use as as an excuse with their spouse. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't want to take those out too early because you know the bird. It'll be, it'll bird. be Yeah, we'll be denying <laughs> the bird's habitat over there. That's pretty sad.
5: But uh, Neil Neil Spare got a question about when it is trim, but uh, safe to trim back lantanas, and uh, he says, of course, do it now. And uh, he he says he trims his. Uh, Pr- prunes the tops out of hittlantown is the day after the first killing freeze each year. Uh, there's nothing to be gained by leaving frozen stems in place uh, over the winter, and uh, it, it, it's not only that, but uh, when you when you keep cutting plants back, the, especially these tropical things, uh, they're bushier. They're they're more attractive plant. Form, if you keep cutting them back to the ground. Now, it Neil, doesn't, doesn't hurt them at all. Yeah.
4: Neil, uh, Neil had a, a question in there. I think he's a little more conservative than we are in terms of uh, planting lawn grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Well, he's mainly
4: talking north. Yeah, he's a, he can tell he's a Dallas person. Yeah, yeah. And his colder up there. He, yeah, he kind of... And of course, that—that's what we used to say quite a bit. Was uh, you know, wait, wait until it's warmer in the spring to to use sod. But now, what we we're saying is, if you can find, if you got good sod and you're ready for it, the soil's prepared. Uh, uh, there are some advantages of putting it down as soon as you can uh, get it, especially if you can find some good sod.
5: Yeah. And uh, and we've got to remember he, he, his idea was that that they don't spread their they don't establish a, a root system fast in a cold soil and uh, that's pre- possibly true but even because we have these warm up uh, situations but I he's, he's probably right about that root system but uh, when you really desperately need turf uh, you know I always tell people uh, they say well can you can you grow turf on on shallow soil? I said you can grow turf on on uh, concrete. That's right. In fact, in fact, didn't y'all do it over here at the Alamo Dome? Or yeah, we did for our
4: practice field and yeah for practice. As field. long
5: as you want you know you water it. As long as you keep it moist, you don't want to overwater it during the winter. But as uh, long as you keep it moist, it'll it'll stay alive until the root system starts growing. Uh, he he says mid March would be the safe in most parts of Texas, but like I said, we plant sod here uh, all the time, and, and our our St Augustine is is green. My St Augustine is still green, but uh,
4: now some places that cool the cold weather, uh, uh, like mine, mine is has a dormant look to it. But you, San Augustine is never as dormant as uh, Bermuda grass or, yeah, so it's, you know, there's always some green lingering in there, which we've learned back when we experimented with herbicides that, uh, contact herbicides, uh, can, can take out, uh, San Augustine grass even in the wintertime.
5: Yeah. Uh, I got a call from a friend of mine in, uh, in, uh, I, I can't. I keep remember whether he's North Carolina or South Carolina. I, I think he's South Carolina. But anyway, he's looking for a screen, a tall screen, and he's going to use arborvita, which I guess would be well. I, I don't know the ho, holly would do well in in well Oh he? yeah,
4: they got some nice hollies over there, they got some of the acid-loving holly. Um, I, I mean, I don't. The, I don't know about. The, you know, they use the white arborvita, the white cedar up in the uh, Midwest. I yeah. don't know if they would in the Carolinas or not. Yeah. And,
5: uh, or our, I think our, like Ned R. Stevenson and Mary Nell and Oakland Hollies, uh, would, uh, would do well in alkaline soil or acid soil, wouldn't you think? Yeah, uh, I, I, I think they're so both in acid soils and alkaline soils.
4: Now, some of the some of those eastern hollies, though, don't do well in alkaline soils. So, yeah, yeah. So you, yeah, you. And uh, you know, so, some a situation like that, a person, may probably check with their extension people out there. I suggested
5: that. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, he doesn't like his county agent.
4: <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs>
5: he, he said he he doesn't know near as much as you do. I said well.
4: <laughs> I said not, it's I said, not his birthday today. Yeah.
5: And I, I said well the the deal is uh he's got a list of plant materials that that do well there, and I hope uh, you know. uh Clemson, Clemson, you know out of Clemson they've got uh, they've got a good horticulture group almost as we have in Texas yeah. but, and they have lots of uh, recommended plant lists so uh, you, you, uh, you need to, we, we try to answer questions from all over the place but uh, really to get to, for a local recommendation you need to Check where your county extension agent office, and and, uh, and
4: well, check. and a lot of times you don't even have to go to the to the agent; you can go to the internet website. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he uses the
5: web quite a bit, but anyway, um, all right. We're going to take a break.
2: While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308 three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight. Eighty eight sixty seven. More of Milburgers Gardening South Texas is coming right up live from Milburgers Landscape Nursery. If they don't Sochino call,
5: Florida. I'm gonna eat all these cookies. Oh you gotta call then. We don't want that. I have a diabetic deal right I'm here on the I'm gonna take porch. those away from you.
2: Three hundred eight eighty-eight. My birthday. I know, but don't be eating all those cookies on it your may birthday. Maybe my
5: last birthday.
2: Stop it! Yeah, get away from the cookies. I'm sorry I brought them. More of Milburgers gardening, South Texas, coming up on nine thirty a.m. The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I'm going to give you some tips right now. Millburgers is a place to go for all your gardening needs. Maybe you're thinking that gardening really doesn't begin in San Antonio to the spring. Well you're wrong. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find great selection of winter color, whether it's pansies or cyclamen or snapdragon or maybe there's something else that you find at Millburgers that'll bring beautiful color to your yard. And right now at Millburgers, fresh shipments of trees are arriving each day. You'll find great selections of shade trees, fruit trees, pecan trees, crepe myrtles, you name it. If it grows in this area and does well in South Texas, Millburgers carries the widest selection of different sizes of all kinds of trees. Now, here's one more tip. nursery.com Head on over to the website to find out everything that's going on at Millburgers, plus get some great advice on gardening in South Texas. That's nurserycom part of Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and verity road Carol orneil
8: we talk a lot about caregiving on caregiver sos on air but what is it caregiving is caring for a family member a friend a loved one someone who's in your life that needs help with bathing dressing buying groceries medical appointments if you do any of those things you're a caregiver and how can this program help caregiver sos on air has information from people who have been caregivers, who work with caregivers. It can be book authors, scientists, doctors, the latest information on caregiving right here on KLUP.
9: And one of the things we learn from so many folks is they fail to ask for help when they need it.
8: Well, caregivers do need help. We don't like to ask for help, but we need it. And you'll get tips on how to ask for help and how to have a better life as a family caregiver.
9: Plus, there's a great website you can go to, caregiversos.org. Caregiver SOS on air, Sundays at 6 p.m. on 930
10: a.m., The Answer.
11: Hi, I'm Dono. And I'm Pammy. After more than 10 years of serving South Texas as Delightful Blinds, we've grown to serve you better.
10: we changed our name to Delightful Decors, blinds, shutters, floors, and more. And we invite you to our brand-new showroom at 3009 and 35 in shirts without the big-box environment and no beeping forklifts.
11: But even after opening our new store, we still come to you. Delightful Decors is your cozy, local mom-and-pop one-stop shop for all your installed, foundation, Home decor projects, and we carry the top name brands of blinds, shades, drapery, and shutters. Check out our PowerView motorized treatments that allow you to operate your shades from your phone.
10: And now, through April 14th, you can save $100 or more with our Hunter Douglas Energy Smart Style Savings Event. Get Get delighted delighted with with delightful delightful decors.
12: Two, six, seven, seven. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic get it. When they started Climate Magic in 1985, it was a partnership they knew would succeed with San Antonio families if they stuck to the basics when it came to servicing air conditioners and heaters. Climate Magic will always super serve you. They know if they take care of you, you'll take care of them with repeat business and good referrals. That's what's kept them in business for over 30 years. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic share the values of our great city. Dave is from San Antonio, and Gary stayed here after serving our country in the military. Both Gary and Dave have degrees in air conditioning and heating. They stay up to date on the latest changes and they pass on that education to their seasoned pros and on to you. As Climate Magic has always had the heart of a teacher. Here's the deal. Climate Magic knows there's a lot of AC companies in town, but they're in it for the long haul. No gimmicks or games or sales pitches. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic want to serve you and take care of you when there's an emergency. Here's a number to put in your phone and on your fridge. It's 340-8240. That's 210-340-8240 for Climate Magic. I'm at magic.com. Texas license one five three one C.
2: And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on nine thirty a.m. The answer three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. And Bjorn, stop by.
5: Uh, he brought me a big-screen TV for my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, wish. Yeah. you wish. You wish. Oh, no, he, I he did I thought I struggling to get that up here. Wasn't that nice test. of him? Uh, you guys dream a lot, don't uh, you? Yes, we yeah. do. Uh-huh. We have this nice... We're not realistic. No. We
2: do have cookies. I yeah. Have cookies, which is like a big screen, but, but not quite No, that's good. a big scream. Uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, so what's going on? Well, in my business? Just in general. What you all doing here at Bjorns? You're getting something for
9: the lake? uh, Yeah. We're getting uh, Sherry's back there. Look at her. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) She
2: can't (laughs) get away. He didn't want to do
9: it. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, Sherry, my wife, is the one who makes sure things are uh, done well up at the river or at the house. Oh, good. You know, we live right by here.
4: Oh, well, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? Yeah, A a mile. Yes, sir. You mean he doesn't invite you to his parties or anything? Oh, yeah, <laughs> we're big party yeah. big <laughs> Like Milton is a
2: big party-goer,
4: too. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, tomorrow is what? A big party. I can't say, or can I say, can I... Uh, big game super <laughs> something old, or yeah super full yeah i can't you know. say i was thinking about that when y'all were talking about movers and shakers well big game tomorrow <laughs> it's like really you know and i saw your sign
5: big game well you know,
4: you, you know though that it is an important day today cherry's birthday oh it is yeah. birthday yeah yeah, that
9: is important.
4: Yeah, we're debating uh-huh. whether he's ninety-one or seventy-one.
9: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's great. I
4: act like I'm ninety-one, but
5: I'm really seventy-one.
9: Well, obviously, the Super Bowl is a big right? deal, and and uh, from the standpoint, you say, yeah, party guy, yeah, Sherry and I
2: are going to be home. Oh, that's it. Okay, <laughs> nobody else. The kids do their own thing. I was wondering too as I drove by. Uh, your place on uh, 281. No, yeah. that was an, an. You didn't even it, ask for that. Yep. Okay. So, do they do cool things with the game? Is are there different things that you can watch? Is it in 3D? Because I remember no, watching the no, game in th- oh, no. 3D. No, 3D,
9: which is too bad. 3D didn't hasn't no. really made it, and Aww, uh, that it's was too so bad. Cool. Oh, I love it. I yeah. love it, and I buy. Almost everything I can get my hands on in a Blu-ray in 3D and watch it at home in 3D. very cool. Uh, But the way that 3D came into the market, it wasn't handled properly. Plus, there wasn't enough material at the time, and it kind of went away. Uh, The funny thing is, those people who have televisions that will do 3D and have done it, Mm -hmm. they want more.
2: I bet. Yeah, but... Football Uh, was really cool because you were looking literally down the line, and it was really neat. Well, that, golf, and a
9: whole lot of other stuff. But but movies are great fun. So, anyway, big game tomorrow. We're closed. We're actually closed tomorrow. Yes. And people who complain about that, again, once they watch something that's compelling to them, the glasses disappear and the glasses are so light that it's irrelevant now. Yeah, went, However, down went, the road, <laughs> I've seen uh, glassless 3D. Oh, right. it will come. It's just yeah. time. You know. Uh,
5: I went to a movie the other day, first time I'd yeah. seen 3D and cuz I'm taking it off, looking, taking it <laughs> 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 Well,
9: at least while. it's not like when I was a kid back That's in the right. 50s where they they <laughs> are red and blue uh plastic lenses right. and it was awful but i got oh. hooked on 3d <laughs> back then so but there's so many other technologies today in television and the thing that's big for us today it's becoming bigger that's the smart home
2: no that makes uh, sense oh yeah and that's what y'all are focusing yeah, on we're there.
9: focusing on that the house within the store is now a total smart home you can even talk to it through alexa Oh. Oh, yeah.
2: That's yeah. It. Okay.
9: I know it may be creepy to you, Milton.
2: I know it but. is. But, <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm sure once, it's kind of like your 3-D thing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure once you incorporate it into your world, it's like, how did I live without this? Oh,
9: yeah. That's. It's a lot of fun. And Sherry's standing here going, Come on, can we go? Oh.
13: <laughs> okay, I've got to go. You, you can now go that, see Bjorn. Now that she's and...
4: loaded everything herself. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that was smart.
2: You can go see Bjorn at Bjorn's or you That's can hear sad. him Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on Movers and Shakers with John Thurston. This is great fun.
4: You know how
9: many people we've interviewed? uh uh-uh, how many now? John counted. 430. Wow. And they're yeah. all unique, I think. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. So you know here, how many years you.
2: we've done this show? 430. Uh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> how many years? 19. Yeah.
5: Oh, my gosh. Uh,
2: so y'all are a little bit behind us. Yeah, probably.
9: and I'm, I don't expect to okay. catch up. <laughs> uh, <Okay>. and, <laughs> and, both,
4: and both Jerry and I are going to therapy because we've gotten used, so used to each other uh. that we don't... We don't hardly argue anymore. We uh, right? no, used, used to argue. <laughs> it used to be
5: fun. We used to get mad at each other. Oh, oh man. You guys are, are so cool. That's great. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Bjorn. You take
2: care. Bye. Thank you for dropping right. by. Let's get to the phone lines at 308 Now that
5: TV is going to be delivered.
2: Dean when? is on the line. Keep trying, Jerry. It's
4: on the
5: way. Hi, Dean. Welcome <laughs> to Millburners Gardening South Texas. What's Why going on? Thanks for
13: waiting. How you all? Enjoy your show. Yeah, good. Yeah, cool. thank Thanks, you. Dean this call finds you well. The reason I called, I caught the tail end of your discussion on St. Augustine. Uh, Here's my situation. I'm a uh, board member for an HOA in a community up on Lake Travis. I live down here in San Antonio. And uh, a discussion came up about uh, fungus in the St. Augustine in the yards that I haven't put eyes on target on it. They brought out a uh, lawn expert and what he said was that this couple days of rain they had up there, followed by the warm weather, uh, say over this is within the last month, has caused the fungus. And I got to thinking, you know, we may be down here, and it is about anywhere from five to six degrees cooler down or warmer down here than in the, the hill country in the cold season.
8: It oh yeah. Is
13: it is hard for me. It's hard for me to believe that, considering that. I've got four yards in our little cul-de-sac down here and we haven't had a problem. So I'm trying to validate whether or not what they're saying to uh, our other board members up there is, uh, is correct.
5: How, how old is the sod? Oh, and what, and is, what kind is it?
13: It's St. Augustine, uh, and it is an old community. So concurrently the sod is pretty old.
5: Okay. I, uh, have you seen the damage?
13: I have not seen the damage, no sir.
5: Okay. It, I I I just wonder if it was uh if it a brown patch, you know, uh, with that wet warm weather that we had and it it does better in cool cool conditions.
4: Yeah, no, that and that was 2 months ago. Yeah. I you know, if just hearing the story without Seen it? I mean, they may be right, but I, I I've i seen a lot of lawns and grasses now after the the freeze, where they're they're showing partial dormancy and and uh, you know yeah yeah the the coldest part is turning brown and then there's still some yeah. green parts and and yeah it's kind of a, moved a, a narrow in. look and it's not it's not fungus it's just a borderline going dormant. And Jerry, like Jerry's yeah. lawn is still green. Mine is almost, the San Augustine is almost completely dormant. And so, you know, the. Is it brown? Yeah, yeah, of course the rescue grass is there. At the, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's, uh, you don't see the San Augustine as much. But that, that's what I'd be a little suspicious of, that it's, uh, and up there you've got, yeah, I think you got even a little more cold weather than we did, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't sure. be surprised if you got a, a mix of uh, dormant and going dormant lawn. What was his
5: recommendation?
4: Well, um, they did he recommend- want to
5: spray?
13: They, We have not gotten to that uh, point. What, what we are going to do, and it may have no connection with the uh, fungus, because these guards lawns are so old the community was started in 84 um, we're going to go ahead and aerate probably in early March
5: there and you go. then
13: they wanted to do top dressing as well which that, might be a good work. idea because it's been a couple of years
5: that'll um, work but,
13: but again going back to the matter of fungus I just can't conceive that a couple of days of rain Unless they continue to water through the cold season, yeah, with the, with the weather getting, I think in the high seventies would cause a fungus to develop.
5: Yeah, if if it is, I would imagine it would have to be brown patch. It's what he's talking about, and if that's okay. the case, I, I would, uh, I, I if he if he just recommended to spray now. I think my, our recommendation, well, of course, we ain't got any, we ain't got any dog in this chase. Is that the way it goes, mental Dog in the hunt. Dog in the hunt. Uh, but, uh, I would wait until, uh, you say this is in the hill country. I'd wait till mid-April and okay. see what happens. Uh, that right. those, those diseased areas, uh even brown patch, if it is brown patch it will come back in uh, yeah mid April.
4: And spraying Without now spraying. is not gonna speed it up. Yeah, it's not gonna help.
13: Yeah. Well I mean and also spraying now the weather the, the the climate can change on a dime and, and if it rains within a few days after that, I think it's gonna gonna further negate any any effect of spraying anyhow.
5: Yeah. But you say you said he hadn't recommended spraying yet. He had not,
13: he had, he did not recommend spraying, uh, but okay. I don't think that item has, has been discussed with me. So.
5: Okay, well don't, don't, even if it is a fungus, it would be brown patch and, uh, that, that happens in the, in the early fall when the temperature is right and the moisture is right and things like that. And so, uh, uh, Like I said, the damage has already been done. The, the reason I asked you had you seen it was uh the damage is usually in circles. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a patch of, of brown patch d- disease, but it it doesn't kill the grass completely. And I assume this showed up just recently, or showed up uh, in late early fall. Is that right?
13: Uh, yes, sir. No telling how recent. All I know is it became a big, a kind of a big stink uh, within the last week.
5: Okay. Yeah. Well, so, the damage on, on fungus diseases has been, have been done. Yeah. I, I was ho- hoping that it, it didn't occur in the summer and that it was take-all patch. But if, okay. it, if it's brown patch... Uh, That that's basically browned out the grass, but there's still living grass
4: uh, in the in the uh, sap in the uh, areas, and that that's almost the same symptom, uh, except for the pattern of of that cold cold weather, the dormancy thing. Yeah, you you know you just got you got uh, top just getting brown, and then you still got live areas underneath and. Okay. you got some areas okay. the lawn are green and some are brown. Thanks. Well,
5: I'd wait to, to mid-April Thank to, you, Dean. It, to okay. make a decision. Good luck. So you take I, care. I, I need the. To... Oh. Okay. Uh, Virginia's on the line at
2: 308 Let's see if we can't help you before we got to go get caught up with the news. Virginia, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hello? Hi, Virginia. How can we
12: help you?
14: Uh, hi. Hi. Uh... It's a little late for me to start tomato plants from seed, and I was wondering what tomato plants are available that are a fairly short determinate plant, if there is any.
4: Oh gosh,
5: there'll be. I, I think they've got some available here already. Uh, got uh, uh, Celebrity, uh-huh. which is about as a short ended
4: uh, determinate. Time. Yeah, i the soon. The new rodeo tomato will be ready.
5: Did they consider? It's a determinant. Yeah, right? it is
4: determinant. So you can try it as an experiment. That, that's the 18th uh, here at Millers. Yeah, that's just a couple of weeks, and mm-hmm. uh, and then we, of course, we tycoon uh, red deuce. We expect them to be back on the market again.
5: Oh, what red deuce. Contai- <laughs> what? Yeah. What size container are you growing them in?
14: Well, I'm growing them in a bushel size pot, but I'm going to use, uh, that's pretty big, but I'm going to use, uh, we've had trouble with rats and all that stuff and mice and I've put bait in the traps and the ants ate the bait and I have been going around in circles and, um, I was thinking about taking a clothes basket and putting it on top or maybe a clothes hamper and putting it on top at night, you know, to cover them and, uh, anything so they leave them alone and put a mouse trap on the inside or a rat trap on the inside of the container so they get bit
5: you know and <laughs> with the mouse trap well what you need to do if the ants are eating the bait is get you some uh amdro a fire ant bait sort of one of the baits that attracts uh, the ants and they carry it back to the main rat so you get rid of the the ant situation and then you can use the uh Go back to using your uh, uh, trap bait.
2: Hey, Virginia, we've got to go catch up with the news. You want to hold on a sec, or you want to call us back? All right, we're going to catch caught up with the news. We'll find out what Virginia did after this on 9:30 a.m. The Answer.
1: We're back with Millberger's Gardening South Texas once again. Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer.
2: And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number is 308-8867, and we're going to get right to the phone lines because Candace and James, they've been very patient. Candace, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today?
6: I'm doing great. How are you all doing?
2: Fine. Thank you for waiting. How can we help you? Sure.
6: Well, I heard you all talk about Stump and Vine Killer one time. And I had some hackberry trees growing up all around some established grapevines and established, um, olive trees. Well, one of our olive trees, and it's really a mature olive tree for the most part, um, is really looking bad. It's looking really, really bad. And I'm getting very nervous that I was super careful when I cut the hackberry tree and I painted the wound only. It was, you know, it's not a spray or anything, right? It's a paint. So it wasn't like a right, wound right, or anything right, like right. that. I was super careful. But man, this olive tree is looking really bad now. Well, how close area. was
5: it to the? How close was it to the hackberry? It was.
6: It was pretty close. I mean, those hackberries are growing up. You know how they are. They grow up. The, you know, right next what, to the. What right was? What was the chemical?
5: Stomping vine killer. Oh.
6: Yeah. yeah. So, that, so uh, we, we,
5: did you spray it or did no, you touch it? Painted it.
6: No, I, I painted it. Yeah, I painted it.
5: Well, I don't. Uh, I, of course, they're looking
4: bad now because they're dormant. Well, and they don't. Then they don't like that cold weather we have. Yeah.
6: Right. Uh, but I mean, we've got we've got some other olive trees that I did not have to treat hackberry. You know, I didn't have to kill hackberries around them, and they're sure they're looking dormant a little bit. But the one I'm really concerned about, as you start to break some of the limbs off, they're just snapping right off.
5: Now, uh, are they bed. are they all the same variety
6: of olive trees? Yeah, yeah. I think so.
4: Now there's, uh, there's not anything you can that. do anyway, so you just got to wait. Yeah. But, but you know, I've Jerry and I've talked about this. I've done I've done it in a rose bed. Yeah. And I've been mm-hmm. pretty close and um I've never had any problem with that. Uh, I, I don't th- I don't think that that was your pro- is your problem.
6: Okay, and I, well, that's uh, that's what I was hoping when I heard y'all talk about it, because I knew I was also going to treat some of the hackberries growing up around my grape, my grapevines.
8: And so, yeah. again,
6: I was really, really careful to not, you know, I was only treating okay. those wounds. So, so, it, so there's nothing I can do for the olive tree to boost it a little bit. I mean, anything? So,
5: no, just... Okay. I just let leave it. What, what is the symptom you're seeing on the olive tree that's that's bothering you? Just what, well, dead branches all, or something?
6: Yeah, the leaves. The leaves are all brown, um, crispy brown. The the limbs. You know, I've walked over and you know from the outs from the length. You know, the outside of the limbs just started snapping off, and they're snapping off pretty clean. Um, compared to another olive tree I have this a younger olive tree and it's it still has some green on it
5: okay Do you time. did you did you treat uh, are we talking about just one olive tree you think is showing the symptoms or did you treat yeah. around multiple olive trees?
6: no, just this one olive tree I treated around some grapevines, but they're all you know how the grapevines look like okay. right now I don't I don't know.
5: Yeah, with the, with those, the with back. the freeze and everything, uh, I, I, I wouldn't worry worry about that determination
4: until uh, mid-April. Yeah.
6: Okay. Okay.
4: And there's not All anything right.
6: you.
4: Yeah, don't yeah don't don't add, add extra fertilizer or any of that stuff. Just let let the time pass so that you can see what actually has happened.
5: Okay okay don't right. worry it's gonna be okay
6: <laughs> well we've got famous last massive, words <laughs> yeah well we've got a massive oak tree out here huge oak tree like 28 feet in circumference around the the base of it and i was i did i cut back the hackberries that were all around it too and treated the same thing now of course i'm not worried about that thing but my husband wasn't totally thrilled with me doing it so i'm hoping i didn't kill the olive tree that's all
5: okay
4: and I don't it, think you did, and it was a big, it was a big olive tree and little well, hackberries.
6: Yeah, yeah, the olive tree is about four inches. Oh, um, it's a pretty four-inch, you know, um, circumference in the trunk. Um, okay,
4: yeah, it's hard and to you imagine. know the
6: hackberries. I mean, hackberries are just everywhere out here. They pop up everywhere. And yeah, uh, where
5: do you, where do you live now? You saying out here, where?
6: Yeah, north northeast of Hondo. Oh, we're, okay. We're We're in the, the Queezy area.
5: Okay, okay.
6: Yeah, and you know we had some 21, 22 degree days. You know, two or three of them, and yeah. you know all of that bit. But um,
4: I think you're just seeing cold damage. Yeah, because you you know you see the, I've got a bunch of citrus trees in my backyard, and you see it. A really a different reaction to the cold you know just 15 feet apart or 20, yeah. 40 feet apart on and so it's it's hard to, to think that they were subjected to the same conditions I'm okay. with I'm, I'm with Jerry I think you're uh, that the the tree is just a combination of things and I don't I don't think it's the stump and vine killer
6: okay right. okay good luck yep. to
5: you
2: yeah thank you so much guys okay thank you for calling you take care 308 is our number james is on the line hey there james welcome to millburgers gardening south texas how are you doing today
14: oh just fine how are y'all doing
2: doing okay
14: yeah i called uh the doctors this morning to get some product information on uh i guess it's going to be a herbicide um the permanent beds in the market garden are four foot wide and about 125 foot long, and uh, every other bed is planted into Elbon rye, four foot wide and 100 and something foot long, and the Elbon rye is about a foot tall, and
6: it's
4: okay. in
14: between beds that are going to get planted in cantaloupes. Uh pretty okay. pretty soon. Within the next thirty days, I need to kill that Elbon rye, but I didn't want to use uh, uh, glyphosate. I wanted to use something like a uh, Malcolm gave me uh, about twenty years ago. He had some acidic acid that he was using for herbicides. That's
4: kind Vinegar. of what I wanted. To eat.
14: Well, it's can't take the lid off without a respirator on. It's it's acidic acid. <laughs> Believe me. Yeah. So we're—I think that's what the big boys use, you know, when they want to burn something like that down. But I have no idea where to find a couple of jugs of it.
5: I don't either. Uh,
14: and I'm Commercially, sure they use uh, ground up. So, um,
5: well, I don't commercially, know. that's what they use. Yeah, they go through and spray the whole—the whole planting uh they they used to just spray uh air you know a swath down the field and then plant in that swath but they leave the other living but they found out that uh it actually robbed nutrients from the from the plants uh the the album uh, rye that they leave still living so when you when you treat also, your
14: you treat uh uh Alio. It, it's also allelopathic uh, When that rye starts to die, it yeah. produces chemicals that are not real good for your uh, crops coming up.
5: For your safety, I read it. No. So, uh, so anyway, uh, I don't I don't know where to get that vinegar. Uh, the the vinegar being recommended for a lot of things, and that would. That would burn it down. I mean, that would that would be okay to, to do to do it that way, uh, because all you're trying to do is is uh, kill the tops, hey, okay, and you'd like I... to kill the root system too. But
14: oh well, yeah, I'd like to kill it all so the cantaloupes can run on that sod cover uh, and have a you know they won't be in the mud.
5: Well, the the way the way it works is when you when you kill it all. Even if you use vinegar, uh, and even, even if it comes back from the roots, you just, with that vinegar, you just burn in the tops off. Uh, even if it sprouts, re-sprouts, uh, when the temperatures get warm, get hot, that ebon rye is going to die or or go back, quit growing. So, uh, the, the vinegar would work.
2: Well, oh.
14: I can't. Yeah. Can, can I find acidic acid, or is that...
5: That is vinegar. That yeah, yeah but this, this,
14: this the acidic acid is is way past vinegar. I got about five gallons from Malcolm a while back, and it was... Man, you couldn't even take a lid off without a respirator. It was way out there.
4: In yeah. The well, we're, you could call around
5: to the uh, you could try r- rural. You, you could dry garden, Bill. Maybe they, they've they got it
2: And we're going to talk to Todd over Quality Organic. I don't yeah, know Todd, he, may, he
5: might have some. So
2: we'll, we'll see what he has to say. All righty? Thanks, James. Good luck, James. All right, 308-8867, and we're going to talk to Todd of Quality Organic Products and see what's going on. Todd, did you catch all that? Yeah,
15: I did. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I don't know. You'd have to go to, like, a food a food. Strong stuff like that. Um, you know, they put the orange oil in there too. But um, man, I don't know. I think it's kind of a little bit. You know, I don't know what mountain what he gave it. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, okay. I, yeah. Uh, you probably almost <laughs> have to get like a food, food strength vinegar or something or something stronger. You know, um, some kind of acidic stuff would work too. You know, like a fruit or vegetable mixture
4: broken down, we'll do it, but I don't know.
15: Well, I, th- you know I think he you know used to be able to... He tried everything, even even urine.
5: <laughs> yeah, Hair. Don't, don't, Hair. don't mention that. I'm
4: hoping he's forgotten that urine problem. Part, he used to be able to get uh, vinegar that is uh, in at rural uh, uh, feed stores and yeah, such. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And it certainly kills I mean, the top of plants.
15: Yeah, we got we got vinegar in like five gallon totes, but you know I don't know. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, I don't know what you. I mean, what, it's like almost moronic acid you get on your pool. You know, you don't spray that on your plants and watch the fizzle. Good. I don't know. What do you want Good. to do that bad? You know, I don't know, but yeah. Uh, well, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, talking to
2: Ty Chisholm over quality organic products on Lookout Road and. uh Todd, now it's kind of moist and misty today. Are you guys open?
15: Yeah, we're grinding right now. We're trying to finish up this yard so we can get our other yard rolling, too, so we can get everything situated in our other yard. Um, We're about, you know, a couple months out from getting everything rolling, but we're grinding this yard, and we're we're almost 100% ground on this whole yard. We got about 4,000 yards of uh, uh, brush that was on fire, and I just want to tell everybody we're not closed. We're not closing. And uh, a lot of people think we've closed down since the fire, but we we're stronger than ever, and we got better material than you ever seen because all the water we had to put on there—seven oh, million wow. gallons of water, seven million gallons of water—that uh, somehow we uh, have to pay for out of this whole ordeal. But we'll figure it out. You know what I mean, one way or another, you know.
4: So, well, I can testify that you're still in business. I got a a uh, delivery of. Uh, Five cubic yards of uh, decomposed granite, and uh, ah, I asked for good. asked for it uh, the next afternoon, and it showed up the next afternoon, and got the project That's done. Awesome. So, and uh, got another one of your great drivers uh, and delivered it, uh, put it exactly where I wanted it, and uh, so awesome. so it was great. Well, and that's
2: one of the things that we originally talked about with quality organic products was the fact that Todd's got his own drivers over there, so they can do deliveries a little quicker than the other guys, sometimes even the same day.
15: Yeah, we can do something the same day if we're not too busy, you know, and that's the key, you know. So um, that's uh, what we do, and that's why we have our trucks, you know.
2: yeah. so what else is going on over there? You mentioned the the mulch and the compost. Uh, you've got a, you're, you're, I know you're excited about that. Um, how about? Our- I
15: mean everything has been well aged for us this year. Uh, you know, with all the rain we had and the the late season and stuff, we really had a a, a good time to let this cook. And uh, we haven't really like December was not real busy because of the fire. We really didn't touch our materials. It cooked very well. And so we're actually, our materials are sitting very, very well composted down, no green stuff. I mean, you know, that's a pretty good age for a lot of people because a lot of people, they try to push their stuff through, and we're just not going to do that. We never have. And we get a lot of people saying they get a lot of that product out there, burn their stuff. And, I mean, you know, and it happens. We've had it a, a year before where we've, We've pushed stuff through, you know, and it's been a little green, but, or not enough soil content in it. And, you know, I mean, it's just, it, it's all trial. Like Malcolm, you know, when he was doing it, and he, he tried everything. It was just constant trial and trial. And that's how you do it. But this year, I promise you, we are going to have the best stuff through we've ever had in our life. And, um, it's just, uh, it, it's just the time it takes you know it's
2: just like anything the more time you put in it, the better it gets you know yeah so well anybody who's listened to you talk on the show todd knows that you're you're mean, the name says it but you're all about quality and, and making sure that yep. the products that you put out there are right for people um yep. are you still doing the veggie Any? compost huh what are you still doing the veggie
15: compost we haven't been we haven't been doing veggie for about six months because of the odor but we still have thousands of yards of it so at our new facility we're going to do that because there was we impacted a lot of neighbors right here we have a whole new neighborhood right on the the north end of our property and they were complaining about smell so for us to be good neighbors we decided not to take any at this facility right now until we could get everything situated, and then we opened our new facility, and we're going to take veggies there also. So once we get going, we'll full veggies, vegetables, and stuff over at that other one. But for sure, veggie is our is something we started, and and uh, we believe in it. Well, We've
2: yeah, had, you've had success. I with mean,
15: that. yeah, and I got. I still got about two thousand yards at facility. I just got a grind for springtime. And so we'll be fine. Uh, but I'll tell you that our black composted mulch that burned um in a single grind. I mean we're grinding it right now, I can hardly see in front of me with the steam coming off today. It's uh visibility is probably about three foot right now where I'm grabbing this pile. Uh it's so composted and so pretty. With the ash in there and stuff, it's uh, we're gonna mix this with some of our mixes. It's really great stuff. It brought that pH level down, you know. Oh wow! Got that ash from the fire, but uh, it does extremely well, and it's super black. I mean, it almost looks like composted compost. So, yeah, you know, we're pretty proud of it. So
2: very cool. Um, well, you're open today till two. When does a new location open? Or are you able to tell us yet?
15: I mean, we're, oh, we're, we're taking our material in there. We're just not allowed to take any new material that people bring to us, but um, we, we, we can take our, our products in there um, personally because we lease the land, but, but we'll only charge for it. Then we're not allowed unless we're permitted, and um, we're just waiting for a uh, bond. Once the bond goes through, we already have bonds on this location, but once the bond goes into the location there, then we'll be able to 100% go. We already have a okay. compost permit there. It's just a lot of, you know, it's a lot of rules since the Lotus mulch fire. It's, uh, yeah. you know, it's been, uh, it's good and bad. It's not anybody's fault. It's just the fact that it happened and there's so many regulations now because of the Lotus mulch fire. I mean, we have to do twice as much work. You can't have your piles in Bexar County over 25 foot. which such a crazy And then you can't have over, over an 8,000 foot pile as a diameter of the pile. That means the width times the length. So you're talking like 3,000 yard pile when you figure it out. So we got to make piles like crazy when you're here. So, but the thing, the good thing about it is over on the other, our other yard, it's right on the other side of the Siblo. So it doesn't fall in Bear County, so it's a, it's, a, it's kind of like a tri-county spot, and so um, you can make your pile as big as you want over there, isn't
4: that weird? But
2: not Bear that County, so. Mm-hmm. so. hey, uh, Todd, well, folks can find you online at qualityorganicproducts.com, dot yep. com, yep. and uh, yep. they can call you at six five one zero two zero zero and learn more Google and just come on list. over and visit.
15: What's that? Yeah, you can Google. You can Google Mapless. We're I think first place on any of the mulch, compost, and all that. Okay. So Google Mapless. and we come up first. Uh, we've worked real hard to get first, and give us a good review anytime y'all see us and come out and visit us. It's important uh, because right. we're here to stay, and we're going to take a long time to make this stuff and do it right. We're going to take Malcolm's tradition over with and stay with it. You know, so. Cool good deal all right
13: guys y'all take care bud
2: thanks todd we'll talk to you next week you take care all right we got to uh-huh. take a break while we do give us a call at 308-8867 308-8867 more of Milberger's gardening south texas coming up in just a moment with dr jerry parsons and dr calvin finch on 9 a.m the answer Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardie Road. And I'm going to give you some tips right now. Millburgers is a place to go for all your gardening needs. Maybe you're thinking that gardening really doesn't begin in San Antonio till the spring. Well, you're wrong. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find great selection of winter color, whether it's pansies or cyclamen or snapdragon, or maybe there's something else that you find at Millburgers that'll bring beautiful color to your yard. And right now at Millburgers, fresh shipments of trees are arriving each day. You'll find great selections of shade trees, fruit trees, pecan trees, crepe myrtles, you name it. If it grows in this area and does well in South Texas, Millburgers carries the widest selection of different sizes of all kinds of trees. Now, here's one more tip. nursery.com Head on over to the website to find out everything that's going on at Millburgers, plus get some great advice on gardening in South Texas. That's nursery.com part of Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604
16: Dennis Prager here with an important message. We spend our whole lives taking care of those we love. However, statistics show that over half of all adults fail to have a will prepared. Giving the gift of a well-prepared estate plan is one of the most loving things you can do for those you care about. So let me introduce you to Charlie Weisinger with Weisinger Law Firm. Charlie is an estate planning attorney who takes the time to get to know you and your family and your goals and desires for them. Charlie makes the process simple. Most clients have a plan in place in as little as two visits. Give Charlie Weisinger and his staff at Weisinger Law Firm a call today. Your first consultation is free. Weisinger Law Firm is conveniently located one mile north of 1604 in Selma, Texas. You can reach him at 210-308-0800, that's 210 308 or online at WeisingerLawFirm.com, W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R LawFirm.com.
17: Hi, Rose. Thanks for coming over for lunch. Come on in. Oh, thanks, Linda, for having me. Wow, it smells like garlic in here. Are you trying to ward off some vampires? <laughs> Not at all. I recently read an article on the health benefits of garlic, so I'm trying to add more into my daily diet. Why don't you just take kyolic aged garlic? What's kyolic aged garlic? Kyolic aged garlic extract is the number one best selling odorless garlic supplement on the market today. Notice I said odorless? Oh, really? Tell me more. Not only is kyolic organically grown, but it's aged for 20 months, creating beneficial compounds not found in fresh or powdered garlic. Is there any research? Can you believe there's over 750 published scientific studies that prove aged garlic extract reduces many cardiovascular risk factors and supports overall immunity? So where can I get Kyolic? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract is available at fine health food stores everywhere. Check out their website at Kyolic.com.
0: Hugh Hewitt wants a speedy confirmation of Judge Gorsuch.
16: We are going to have a battle royale over Neil Gorsuch. Uh, Mitch McConnell and John Cornyn and John Thune have said this nominee will be confirmed. And that means they'll invoke the read rule. They have to invoke the read rule. If Democrats don't allow a vote on Neil Gorsuch for the Scalia seat, we will have a simple majority confirmation forever. That kind of appeals to me. The Hugh Hewitt Show.
0: Weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8, on 930 a.m. The Answer.
2: And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, right here on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, broadcast live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Verde Road. Next week's the Blood Drive. Come on out next Saturday starting at 10 o'clock, going until 1.30. Join the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and uh, donate a pint of blood. uh, And uh, you can get a $10 gift card just for going through the process. So if for some reason they say, hey, we... uh, you're not eligible for some reason. You still get a nice gift from Millburgers for making the effort and coming out. But the uh, main thing is blood, as Calvin has said and testified. They've uh, they've sent him letters. What is your blood type? Are you in desire? Are you in Mine's demand?
4: real common. Oh, okay. Is so that they're, good? They're 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 after everything right now. Oh, okay. Encouraging everybody to come in.
5: Now, one day, if I happen to get Calvin's blood. Well, I like rutabagas. Yes. Is that right? It's like I wonder a- if his hair will grow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> He'll get a pint of your blood and come back with a full head of hair and, and liking you- rutabagas. You know,
2: I think I like rutabagas.
5: Uh, <laughs> I had them the other night. They were so good. Uh, I, I'm going to have to recommend that
2: they.
4: Then you would have to go to counseling.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, have you guys tried Brussels sprouts? Uh, <laughs> oh, man, are those good. Okay. <laughs>
4: I don't like Brussels sprouts, either.
5: No, I do not like
2: Brussels sprouts.
5: I'm going to have to signify that uh, I'm not to get Calvin's blood.
2: Okay? <laughs> have, you haven't heard if anybody it, call it, and ask him about Brussels sprouts?
5: If it comes to choice of dying or getting Calvin's <laughs> blood, I'll just go ahead and die.
2: We're just not going to tell you.
5: <laughs> We're
2: just going to let you live. I'll, just,
5: I'll, I'll wake up all of a sudden. Craving Brussels sprouts? hell I've never tried Brussels sprouts. But it sounds
2: good. <laughs> and what, what do you got? You got any uh, potato sausage?
4: Uh, uh, all right, three hundred oh eight Now, joking aside, I th- I found them um, that they've uh, streamlined the process too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, going the the paperwork is much less than it used used to be. I guess they figured out what's it's all digital, and, yeah.
2: and you kind of you click on the answers doesn't take. And if you've done it once, it doesn't apparently take very long at all. You just zip through, is what I've heard. All right, and that's coming up. And then on the 18th, it's our Rodeo Tomato Day. Here at, oops, that was close. Uh, we've got the Rodeo tomatoes. We're celebrating that. Uh, the Rodeo Tomato will be here for sale, and the proceeds will benefit the uh, Bear County Master Gardeners Program or the Youth Gardeners Program with the Bear County Master Gardeners. We'll have hot dogs, chips, and drinks, and uh that's going to be from 11 until they run out, and that's being provided by Fox Farm Soil and Fertilizer Company and BWI. A balloon artist, face painting, the Texas Weather Band will be playing some good old-fashioned country music, and so it's going to be fun here to be here on the 18th, all starting at 11 o'clock. You can go to nursery.com by the way, for more information. It's nursery.com We called Kim over there at uh, Wild Birds Unlimited on Braun in 1604, and Kim's uh, Kim's busy. So she can't talk to us. how oh, which is okay. Man, that's good. I'd rather she be busy than talk to us. But uh, what are you noticing yard wise? Well,
4: the, the it's just amazing what it, what those uh, suet blocks are attracting. Different um, myrtle warblers, along with the orange crown warblers, uh, kinglets, a uh, couple to, couple kinds of woodpeckers, uh, and uh, so it's uh, it's really interesting. It's birds that you wouldn't normally see at the feeders because of the cold weather and the fact that the insect eaters are having a little trouble finding uh, insects out there they're coming to have some suet um so that that's pretty interesting american goldfinches i still my little rufus hummingbird is still hanging out and uh, coming to the feeder i keep thinking surely (laughs) you figured out yeah you were why is he here and i'd see him uh in the you know, just sitting on a rose branch, and then I'd see them at the, at the feeder, uh, And the thistle seed. is attracting the, the goldfinches, uh, so that that's always fun. And if you want to avoid the squir, you know, the squirrels, mm-hmm. and this is a thing Bill talks about quite a bit is safflower seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't care for it too much, but the rest of the birds like it, like it fine. The squirrels don't. Um,
2: I think I've seen they of course have purple martin houses, and I think I've seen more purple martin houses in my neighborhood than ever before. And I wonder I, I think it's really becoming popular
4: oh yeah they're they're neat to watch yeah
2: remember we did the show one time and we just asked the one question, are y'all seeing scouts and people were calling in <laughs> with their scout reports um,
5: yeah, that usually happens in February mid to late February
2: oh, so we're almost we're almost a
5: scouting program. yeah yeah.
2: Well, of course, uh, Mil- um, Wild Birds Unlimited is your home for the feed that Calvin talked about, the specialty blends, uh, the Purple Martin houses. You can get your screech owl houses there. Your uh, What else did was she talking about last week? That was Denise. She had some, was it Bluebird
4: houses or Blue Jay? Well, yes, and, she had uh, Bluebird. Uh, Berl- Ber- Ber- Bluebird houses, which I, w- I was told today that there were some places in uh, Bear County where they actually... Uh, Bluebirds? Bluebirds. Most of us just see them in migration, but the chickadees and the titmice and uh, um, some of the other birds will actually nest. The small birds, oh, the wrens, will nest in bluebird houses, too. And we got two kinds of uh, Carolina wren and Buick's wren that that, uh, come to the suet feed insect eaters and they also will nest in the houses but you need to get the houses up yeah
2: okay and then here's the final thing about what they do at wild birds unlimited they're problem solvers so if you want to bring nature to your yard but you're having trouble with what you're doing now they'll figure out what's wrong and they've got a product that'll solve it that's that's what they do i didn't get any bark butter but i'm going to go by and get some bark butter from denise and we're going to we'll try it on the tree
4: We'll see, I mean, are you that. sure? You sure now? You better put that on your list. You got a list of things I know, that, that, that you're to do. <laughs> gonna do. <that. laughs> I I ran. I think all the, the li- list was the same thing last week.
2: So. Uh, I ran know. all the way out there to to Edmonds. I got you that potato sausage. You remember that? There so you go. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice of you to cook it up. But yes. Okay, so anyway, that's a Wild Birds Unlimited, three locations uh, in, in shirts on 3009, uh, just east, about a mile east of 35. We talked about Kim, who is at 1604 on Braun Road, and very busy today, and we talked about uh, Bill over there at Wild Birds Unlimited and Northwest Military and Hebner Road.
5: Yeah, you can get coffee if you go over to Kim's place.
4: Oh, you've been to Kim?
5: She's right out. At, uh, oh, yeah, but she's by Starbucks. Starbucks are right yeah. out in front of her store. Yeah. Is, that,
4: that's, is that where you used to live, or is that close to your house? That's where, where I lived then. Oh, yeah.
5: For 41 years.
4: Huh. Yeah. Um yeah. So her shop is new, though, relatively yeah, new. Oh, there? yeah. That's she's right yeah. kid on the block.
5: But uh, she's really, she's got a good location. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to mention uh, at uh, coming up this week on Wednesday, February the eighth. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Wednesday, February the eighth. They're gonna have at the uh, they're gonna have a program at the San Antonio Garden Center. Uh, it, it's, this 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 week this time it's gonna be moved to the second Wednesday, February the eighth. Due to uh, construction at the garden center, so the uh, uh, they got a really great program. The tomato uh, going to have uh, Mary Irish out there, a local uh, uh, popular horticulturist, and Arthur Arthur Mary Irish presents fascinating history of these three. Food staples that originated in the New World Territory, Central America, Mexico, and the Andes, but soon found their place in the cuisine of cultures around the globe. Now, they're talking about potatoes and tomatoes and chilies, peppers. So uh, that that should be an interesting talk. Well, Mary is a, a good speaker. And... Uh, it's Wednesday, it's coming Wednesday, and it's open to the public. Uh, at 9.30, they'll have a coffee and social where you meet. The actual meeting begins at 10 a.m. at the uh, San Antonio Garden Center, okay? It's coming Wednesday. And it's uh, Mary Iris talking about the, the origin and history of the tomato, potato, and chili peppers so uh if you want to bring plants for a monthly plant exchange where well, you'll also find pass along plants for your own garden. so uh i encourage anybody and every everybody to show up for that meeting because uh she's a good speaker and that's a good topic interesting topic
4: i don't know was she used to include rutabagas mm. uh, yeah i don't know
5: uh, where, I don't think
4: they originated in North. In no, America. They actually, no, they didn't. They were, but they were uh, part of that pre-potato. Uh, oh, yeah. Between, before Ireland got to rely on some potatoes, they they had uh, they called them other things. But uh, Swedes and rutabagas and especially the people that had to eat them called them other <laughs> yes. things. I wonder why they didn't ever have. You know,
5: they had a potato famine. Yeah. Wonder why they did never have a rutabaga family. You know, you you had an opportunity with Bjorn here to go two two to one on rutabagas. There you go. Yeah. I bet you. I wonder if Bjorn's a rutabaga person. He he's probably one of those that grew up eating them and swore not to eat them ever again. <laughs> that would have been a good interesting answer. We'll have to we'll, we'll get yeah, Swedish
4: to to. sausage and uh, oh yeah. yeah, gosh, you're right. I did miss it. We talked about <laughs> rutabagas and sweet. Sweetie we'll get Bjorn back on.
2: All right, we're <laughs> going to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867. That's 308-8867. More of Milburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up in just a moment. Right here on 930 AM, The Answer. it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I'm going to give you some tips right now. Millburgers is a place to go for all your gardening needs. Maybe you're thinking that gardening really doesn't begin in San Antonio to the spring. Well, you're wrong. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find great selection of winter color, whether it's pansies or cyclamen or snapdragon, or maybe there's something else. That- at Millburgers, it'll bring beautiful color to your yard. And right now at Millburgers, fresh shipments of trees are arriving each day. You'll find great selections of shade trees, fruit trees, pecan trees, crepe myrtles—you name it. If it grows in this area and does well in South Texas, Millburgers carries the widest selection of different sizes of all kinds of trees. Now, here's one more tip: MillburgerNursery.com. Head on over to the website to find out everything that's going on at Milburg. Plus, get some great advice on gardening in South Texas. That's
7: com, part of Millburger's Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevard Road. When the weather outside is frightful, the birds are more delightful. With colder temperatures, birds are active at the If you want to enjoy the beauty and the thrill of watching nature in your own backyard, Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Shops in San Antonio can show you how. There is nothing quite like the enjoyment you get from watching finches at the feeder or purple martins teaching their young to fly. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores can help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary, whether you're a novice or an expert. One that attracts a certain bird or that keeps squirrels away. Or even one where you can sit back and watch the playful squirrels at the feeder. Wild Birds Unlimited also has unique items for the nature enthusiast. You'll find binoculars, wind chimes, tilly hats, carved canes, art for the home, and more. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores. With three San Antonio and shirts locations. Like Northwest Military at Hebner Road. Or call 479-BIRD. That's 479-BIRD.
11: Hi, I'm Jono. And I'm Pammy. After more than 10 years of serving South Texas as Delightful Blinds, we've grown to serve you better.
10: we changed our name to Delightful Decors. Blinds, shutters, floors, and more. And we invite you to our brand new showroom at 3009 and 35 in shirts. Without the big box environment and no beeping forklifts.
11: But even after opening our new store, we still come to you. Delightful Decors is your cozy local mom and pop one-stop shop for all your installed foundational home decor projects. And we carry the top name brands of blinds, shades, Drapery and shutters. Check out our PowerView motorized treatments that allow you to operate your shades from your phone.
10: And now, through April 14th, you can save $100 or more with our Hunter Douglas Energy Smart Style Savings Event. Get, Get delighted with delightful decor. decors.
17: Eight hundred five one eight forty twenty. That's eight hundred five one eight forty twenty.
2: And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. Yep. The answer. Our number is 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Toll-free outside of San Antonio, 866-308-8867.
5: We would be remiss when we we're talking about pruning to mention that uh, uh, mention Nandinas, and Neil Sperry brought this up in his column today. Uh, uh, the, about uh, pruning nandinas, uh, he says nandinas are pruned differently than any other plants that we grow. Uh, they do not branch. Uh, in other words, you know when you when you cut when you cut trees branches back or whatever, they they uh, have latent buds that that are sprout out, so you get a thickening of the deer, but uh, thickening of the whole tree. And uh, But uh, Nandinas do not branch, so if you want to reduce their overall height, you, tra- you go to- down to the very bottom and you take out the tallest canes. You follow the tallest canes back all the way to the ground and cut them off. Now, it's very important when you're doing that to make sure that you're Cutting the bottom of the tallest cane, because if you you know if you get out there and you might cut some canes that that you uh, that didn't mean to cut, and so you want to cut the tallest ones out. And if you keep doing that, uh, you say, well, what what's going to happen? Well, you're going to have some uh, lower lower canes uh, that have spry- have uh, that are giving you foliage cover in there. So. Uh,
4: and Neil Neil in that uh, same article talks about taking fifty percent as much. Yeah, as 50% he said I normally
5: cut the cut to, uh, fifty fifty percent of my nine cane and that's cons- back to the ground.
4: That's consistent, Jerry, with the name that heavenly bamboo. Yeah, I yeah. mean it goes goes like bamboo or a grass where it uh-huh. comes straight up. Although I've i I think folks prune other shrubs. In that manner, they. But they may do a combination, like when I'm doing uh, pomegranates, uh, I'll take take out, try to take out some of those old stems and thin them out, and but then you also can cut down them a little bit with height. But mostly you do that same thing. You just take kind of open them up, and and so the the foliage. Uh, you get smaller branches, and you get some foliage in there, and they don't uh, shade the bottom of the like right. plants out. Right,
5: But uh, like Neil said, they, they they look a little beaten up for a few weeks, but by the April 1st, you'll see what a difference it'll make. And, and Neil says guaranteed in there.
4: If uh, there's you know a lot of pruning, it's time to do a lot of pruning. Plantanswers.com has got a lot of the information, diagrams, instructions, uh, a lot of articles on uh, doing uh, fruit trees and other plants and do, uh, doing them right.
5: And like we like we said while we talked about a while ago, that the uh, Calvin article on uh, in, in the paper today sections back of section C the sports section uh, he got beautiful pictures in there color pictures of uh, Mexican lime Meyer lemons and Mexican lime uh, and talking about how they froze back and how, talking to, and, and the main thing to bring away from from this whole article is just wait to see how bad the damage really was cuz uh, you can't you can't tell that on citrus right away so wait until the till the um, you know basically the middle of march you should see some sprouting in uh, late february depending on the weather but uh I've seen some peach blooms already and have have these peach Florida blooms King is
4: blooming. <laughs> it's blooming and I, and the june gold buds are are big and you, you know I was it's it's really it's not too late to do your dormant oil but that's it is, right but it is if you got blooms on there I I don't think I'd I don't think I'd do it. Would you? Oh, hell
5: yes. <laughs> the dormant oil is more important than the few early blooms.
4: Okay, then you're doing some... Uh,
5: and what do you have to do with peaches anyway?
4: Thin them out.
5: Ten percent of the blooms make up 100 percent of the crop. Well, do it quick. <laughs> I can imagine Calvin thinning his peach orchard. I I don't think he he had the stomach for that. Well, there. you should
4: you should have seen me with the the water high pressure water trying to trying to thin out those blooms on those early peaches. It was semi successful, but uh, <laughs> but oh, you didn't but, want
5: to do it, did you?
4: No, not really. Dormant oil, uh, two days, 48, uh, 48 hours uh, when temperatures are going to be above forty-five, and it, it deals with scale and lots of other insects uh, aphids things that are hiding in the crevices of the bark uh, and they used to do it on pecans it was important commercial pecan orchards they do it uh... too but uh... especially on our backyard uh, fruit trees peaches apples uh, pear, pears and plums
5: and uh... let's see what did i do with my i printed out some questions i got today oh. From uh, they were they were talking about uh, could they, could they use a spray spray uh, weed killer to get the weeds out and and then still use the or should the question was should you should you use a a spray herbicide to kill the actual weeds that are growing in your lawn and then put out a, a pre-emergent herbicide. Those are two different things and really, they really, they, de- they work in different ways. The, uh, the only, only, uh, uh, because of the cool weather, the best herbicide to use at this time of the year on the, on the weeds, uh, coming up in your lawn, especially the broadleaf weeds, is, uh, a product called Weed Free Zone. And, uh, I used it last year, was very impressed with how it took care of bed straw. And we've, we've seen some of that showing up already. Uh, so, uh, but because of the cooler temperatures, that's probably the best one to use, one called Weed Free Zone. And if you read the label, it says on there that uh, I think the temperatures have to be above 45, between 45 and uh, and 75 or 70 or something like that. So that's the one to use the, the weeds that you see now, the broadleaf weeds that you see now. And now's the time to get them uh, when they're small because it, it takes less product to kill the, kill the weeds when they're small. And uh and so you can get a better kill before they start getting massive and, and also shading out your lawn. But uh the uh, but uh the the uh pre emergent fertilizer a uh, pre emergent herbicide and uh I guess February is about the time the our our grass burrow recommendation is in the February as I yeah. remember it. That's right. Because uh, you don't you don't want them to sprout before you put on the uh, the pre-emergent herbicides. Yeah, it's hard to pre-emergent man- to the weed.
4: It's hard to imagine that it's already getting close to time to try to prevent the the summer weeds, but right. it is, and that's what it is. And, end of February, first of March, right? Sandburrs and and uh, crabgrass.
5: You better do another column on that, Kevin. That's important. Well, your Wilson County love people down there. Yeah, the, the gra-
4: uh, Grasper.
5: The, the, we don't want <laughs> Grasper capital of the world.
4: Our uh, landscape school, we have a special. Uh, sec- Jerry and I and Brian Davis <laughs> do landscape school on this year it's going to be 12th of uh, March. But hey, we have a Brian does a section on uh, special uh, special issues in. <laughs> And in South Texas in Wilson yeah. in Wilson, yeah. and Wilson uh, County. Uh, and Wilson County. And sandburs, sand, uh, gophers, <laughs> cut ants.
5: All sorts of good things. Hey,
2: we've got Trace up here uh, as the show uh, kind of begins to wrap up. There's still lots of things going on, though, right?
5: I haven't asked what's on sale. I didn't listen to your commercial, Melton. No, I didn't talk about it. On the I commercial, kinda, you didn't?
2: I just kind of focused on... Uh,
5: on with on trees and stuff like that. Oh, okay. On the
2: website I've
3: well, okay. got a few cyclamen left, and uh, we've got my in store for four eighty
4: eight.
5: The in store cyclamen.
4: The in store special. Oh, and they, uh, you know, we, as Jerry mentioned, there's at least three more months of bloom period with cyclamen. So they'll they'll perk up your uh, landscape for and uh, deep in the shade. Plant them in the shade, and uh, yeah, it's, it's one of the best. Anecdotes for a gray, depressing kind of landscape this time of the year.
5: What about geraniums? Are they on there? Uh
4: they are for sale.
5: They're for sale.
4: They are for sale. I see you They're got pretty. quite a few of
5: them and a good selection and, of and colors. We, uh,
3: a lot, of, a lot of them are Fantasia.
5: Oh, they were. I didn't. I I looked at them.
3: all the all the hanging baskets and I believe all the six-inch are Fantasia. I'm not sure okay. about the fours, but but we do have a, a lot of different sizes. Do we
4: do we see some stocks still over there
3: in, in big what, what there's about 10 of them left yeah. and according to Peterson which I'll know more tomorrow there might be some more this this week but they've been out of them for a couple of weeks
4: yeah they're uh, fragrant colorful and again there's that's another you know a nice big container full of those a couple of those pots one patio and the front step really can perk up a landscape
3: and we, uh, that's, that's one of the plants that, uh, this, this year was a pretty good test for the cold. And I was speaking to some of the guys that work in the, the maintenance department in the back. And one of them had planted a bunch of stock the last couple of years. And we were always wondering how cold would they really go and still look decent. And he said that on one, on the, the main property where he had the stock, it came, it came out much. Hold on just a second. <laughs>
2: It's Isn't that I, interesting that's how you yeah, always get a call? you
3: always call me when I come up here. Yeah. Okay, so the stock <laughs> outperformed all the other cold-weather sun plants. All right. As far as how it came through the cold.
4: Well, I didn't have the same experience. My snapdragons, did. Uh, they lost the blooms, but the foliage is all right, but my stocks. Were, See, he was he were the other way around. Blasted. So huh. The, the snaps didn't do so well. The stock, all you had to do was deadhead them. Huh. Huh. So well, need, we need some more testimony. Maybe tomorrow we can get yeah. We'll some to see them. what uh, experience others had.
2: We got the blood drive coming up next week.
4: We do. Um, we know we have it in you.
2: Yep. Ten, ten to one thirty. Yeah, it just hurts. So
3: we're uh, we're, we're offering a ten dollar gift certificate for those that do uh, go to the blood drive.
2: So at that and by the way, that if you are able to donate or not, if they. So just to, because you went through the process, uh, Millburgers will thank you for that. And hopefully you'll be able to donate uh, because blood is in short supply and they're, they're reaching out to people. So it's a nice thank you gift. They also have thank you gifts too. Calvin's upset they don't have the homemade cookies, but I don't think in all these years we've never solved that. Then on the 18th.
3: Then we have our rodeo event. So all, all kinds of stuff going on. So Texas Weather Band, the face painting and balloon painting, mm-hmm. balloon uh, art for Milton. Yay! Um, Hot dogs, chips, and uh, water, and the proceeds of that are going to be donated to the food bank. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have our rodeo tomato, where if you can't make it to the rodeo, I think it's
2: called Fred. uh,
3: Then we will uh, (laughs) we're donating the proceeds of that uh, to the children's garden. And uh, what else is that? I think that's.
2: Oh yeah, you got the the, we got the food, the tomato, the band, the the balloon animal. Yeah, we got everything.
3: And we have David out the yeah, week. So David loaded, to follow. Yeah, what's David Rodriguez. about? this month's loaded with fun. Uh, so David's going to be talking about spring cleanup, and uh, what to cut back, when to cut it back, what to fertilize it with to have the best spring recovery.
2: We were talking about that, so I should I should wait till the 18th and learn how to prune my roses.
3: No, that's that. That's, that's I'm the sorry, that's the 25th. Way. Yeah, the 25th. Okay. And we did that on purpose because we wanted people not to start trimming a whole lot until around then.
2: Okay. Because of the weather.
3: Because of the weather. Because okay. anytime you give something a haircut, it tends to force out new growth, and that new growth may or may not take a cold spell well. And we're we're not out of the woods until uh, shortly after that.
5: You mean we hadn't had the last freeze?
3: I, if I knew the 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 actual answer to that, I'd be a wealthy man. <laughs> and as y'all can see, I'm.
2: Work. For a <laughs> <laughs> all kinds of fun stuff here at Millburgers, and the way you can learn all about that is go to MillburgerNursery.com and look at the events calendar. It'll show you. Uh, for instance, I saw on Facebook you were promoting a uh, an event that was happening today for youth gardening, which wasn't here, but it was still promoted. So you'll find events that are happening uh, around town too when you go to
5: MillburgerNursery.com. So, do you have any horse herb left? Of course. Oh, you do.
3: I had to buy some new.
5: There you go. I, I had. I got a message from uh, from uh, Dennis, our crack, pie, our our re- reporter, a researcher in Austin, and he said that uh, we were discussing horse herb, whether horse herb is edible or toxic, and Dennis did not find any sources to confirm either one. No. Oh. That it was edible or, or was not toxic. I did not find it on any toxic list. I did not find it on any edible list. Mm. So, you so uh, have
3: to ask a horse. Is yeah. <laughs>
5: he said it, sound, it sounds like, uh, like to, to me, like a Millburger first annual horse herb cook off is in the works. I think y'all will make fine judges. Yeah, we're trying to be now? trying to be awesome for uh-huh. judges.
4: I had at least one person call and said that was the their, the favorite article I have ever written was on horse her. What
3: well, wow. yeah, right? Yeah. Were you related? Uh, <laughs> no.
4: There was another nursery, in fact, uh, a per- person, and and it was funny because she said she she uh, had sympathy. I mean, she she had done exactly like I had. She. Fought it all these years, and now has given up, and now appreciates it. It looks good, yeah.
2: We've got to say goodbye for today on behalf of the docs. Thanks to Roy back at the station for doing a great job. And, uh, of course, thanks to you for listening. Now, we're going to be back here tomorrow, 1604 on Bloverty Road, here at Millburgers on nine
5: thirty eight. AM. Now the